welcome to the Classified Cheat Codes Podcast, your source for the newest news in gaming. I am one of your hosts, Josiah, from Caterpillar Mom Plays. And I am your other host, International Universal Galaxian Important, that kind of guy. From Good Games, Good Vibes, <laughs> Hill House. <laughs> and uh, we are here uh, to bring you the newest news in gaming. The newest. <laughs> and it's it's a slow news week, and I think there's an answer to why it's a slow news week. And um, because we get presents, like because we get presents, we get presents. Well, there's that too, but <laughs> <laughs> um, to to say to put it lightly. Um, unless you've been living under a rock, the last two weeks have been dominated by cyberpunk news. So we're going to touch on a little bit of the updates. <laughs> we're going to touch cyberpunk, <laughs> the updates of the cyberpunk 2077 updates. Yes. Never heard of this. Game. And, um, <laughs> speaking of never being he- heard of it, um, there, there are some people really pissed off on how much money this game is still made, even though so many people are offering refunds on the game. Uh, the game is still reporting like $18 million of revenue from it. Um, not dollars, I'm sorry, 18 million sales still. Um, and that's including returns and yeah. stuff. Um, so yeah, I understand there's a lot of people pissed off about it, but we'll talk about that later. I'm trying not to spoil that. Um, as far as new games that we played this week, um, I did not play any new games. I I don't think so. I played some Fortnite, which I hadn't played any in a while. Um, I played a lot of Overwatch. Um, I, yeah, I played a it's lot. It's funny of how that. Overwatch doesn't get old for me. So no, it doesn't, um, you know, and that's the thing. Crazy. I hear I so much crap tired. about, I hear so much crap about Overwatch and I'm just, I dude, it, it I, it does not get old for me at all. I mean, that's my main game. I have to admit it. That is the game that I play. Mm-hmm. And to so. me, it's just one of those things that it's just proof that it is a well-rounded, good working game. Um, it's yep. the fact that I can never, I'm never mad at the performance of it. I'm never angry at some design flaw or something. Is 100%. It feels like it's skill-based. And if you're not mentally ready or you're too tired or something, then yeah, you're not going to do good. But if you're like relaxed and you just want to chill on your hero that you've played, you know, more than, you know, a hundred hours on, then it's a breeze and it's like (laughs) second nature. So that's what's really cool about it to me is that it doesn't take much um, mental capacity anymore for me. (laughs) Um, I just have to not be like done with a 12 hour shift or something. But if I'm like, mentally there it's like fine you know yeah but that being said um i didn't play any new games this week did you play anything new <laughs> i did not man i uh i i wanted to uh i'm actually going to be getting back into grand theft auto uh five uh you know with all the rumors and everything going on yeah. i i still love that game and i like playing it and uh, uh you know um i forgot that i had a lot of money and whatnot on there in a nightclub so I need to go handle some business on there. But other than that, nah, I really haven't been playing anything. Just a lot of uh, World of Warcraft. Uh, I'm sorry, Overwatch. Uh, I didn't get into World of Warcraft, unfortunately, um, because of some uh, uh, 
lost credit card issues. <laughs> so I had to get a new card to uh, restart my subscription. <laughs> I'm so happy about that. But yeah, um, no, uh, nothing new. I'm, I've been looking at a few games. Uh, there is a game that I'm going to be talking about uh, or that I was going to talk about, but I decided not to that um, uh, that's a uh, that's going to be coming out that I'm going to be playing, but I'm going to wait until I play it and uh, talk about it then. But yeah, anyway, that's all I got, bro. Yeah, I will say that I didn't talk about this last week. I did finish that (laughs) maze game. Oh, you did? Yeah, Yeah, I finished that maze game and um, there's a twist. There's a twist at the end that I, I didn't see coming and I feel really stupid for not seeing it coming. But yeah, there's a twist and I'm not going to spoil it, but it's a very short game. It's just a bunch of collecting things to get through doors. It's not terrible. And um, it's got its own sense of humor. I thought there was pretty good writing in it. It's pretty quirky. It reminds me of someone who like made like a fan-made version of some like uh, some Valve games. It feels like that older, early 2000 fan-made uh, games. Right on. <laughs> That were just hacks of Valve games, you know. It, it feels like that. Like it's it's humor. It doesn't hit all the time, but it sometimes yeah. it does. Its world is okay for what it is. It's completely linear. Um, and uh, I mean, you can't really complain, especially I got it for like a dollar. But I mean, I I mean, I finished it. It was it was a decent game. Like there's games cool. that I cannot touch because they're so horrible. And uh, this game is not that. It, it's funny. Uh, there's some funny stuff in it. It gets a little extreme and it's really funny how grand and epic the story ends up getting. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to re- recommend you to play it over anything in Game Pass. <laughs> if you have Game Pass or if you have any type of version of Game Pass, like, you know, any other game streaming uh, subscription service, then yeah, those games are probably going to be better than this game. But the game, for what it is, is, you know, it's it's a fine, decent game. So I'm not going to hate on it too much. Right. Um, but that being said, um, we can just run into my very short news and then I'll let you take it away after that. So uh, here's the news. The only story that I have in quick news this week (laughs) is the KFC console. And this was something that we talked about. I think actually Hill House had a story on it uh, maybe six months ago. There was a teaser for it and everyone thought it was a joke. And I understand why people would have thought it was a joke because most of the things that KFC does is a joke. Um, the, The KFC is very into doing things that garner online attention just so that people can, you know, give them more clout. And, um, that's just something that KFC does. So, I mean, they just released a lifetime original movie with, uh, what was it? Mario Lopez playing the Colonel. Uh, they just <laughs> released a movie <laughs> and uh, to hear that the console that we all thought was a joke is not a joke. <laughs> 
No. From a guy that actually works for Intel is insane. Yes. Um, but I actually want one. So now. basically what it is, I think it has an I <laughs> it has an I9 in it, yes. I believe. Yes. I'm doing this from memory. I'm not actually reading it. Let me know if I'm wrong. It has an I9. It has what is it? Is it what was its frames per second? Maybe you can look up the stats on it. It's pretty ridiculous. Um but before we talk about okay. the credibility, this thing of the is it, this thing okay, has it has huge advantages over PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Okay, and uh, from what I'm seeing here, let's see, it uses a uh, cooling method, which uh, forces the hot air away from the CPU and the graphics card, and puts it into, <laughs> you know, a a container that holds your chicken so it actually keeps chicken warm this thing actually is a uh, warming chamber that actually works okay but this has a uh, a top end intel cpu okay which is uh uh an i9 reportedly uh a um asus hot swappable mini gpu and an NVMe one terabyte SDD SSD. I'm sorry from Seagate. Uh, it, okay, so this thing can run Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> and keep your 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 chicken warm, and it runs at uh, let's see, it can run games up to 4K <laughs> and 240 frames per, frames per second. 240 yes. frames per second. <laughs> um, this is absolutely insane, dude. This is absolutely insane. But I dig it because it 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 uses <laughs> it uses the you know, you have to use the plastic or the whatever container that goes inside, obviously, because then you'd end up with, you know, chicken grease all over your inside of your CPU. But it I don't know how it does it, dude. If it, the right. CPU and everything is above it, it's just, I'm looking, they're trying to look at pictures of it. And I just, I don't know, but it, it is so, it, it's, it's cool. I want so, one. I really do. I mean, my house will smell like chicken all the time, but so I don't care. You can, so you can remove the tray. So you can remove the tray. So I guess to like clean it off because it is probably full of grease, but it just seems like a dangerous thing. So it's like, Think about it in any other context. It looks like, like the CPU is a. So on this top. is starting to make me think of like. Okay, and then the fan. Let me see. The thing is, it's made see. by Coolmaster, right? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, looks like there might be a price on it. Um, I think this is the only news we need to talk about today. Let's see. Uh. I, I hadn't heard a price oh, released because these a things custom, are obviously going to be custom made. It's and a custom not be build. Any of them. It's made by Cooler Masters NC100. It's about two hundred dollars. Um, that uses the Intel NUC9 Extreme element. Uh, this is a mobile chip, uh, ninth gen Intel mobile chip. Uh, about a thousand dollars for that. Uh, it's got a GPU, Asus RTX supported graphics. Uh, it's a hot swappable GPU slot anywhere from 250 to 500 for the RTX supported graphics. Two 
Seagate Barracuda Firecuda, one terabyte SSDs, about $200. And this thing is VR ready, ray tracing technology, 240 frames per second, 240 hertz output, and 4K quality gaming. Now, the price, let me see if I can find a so, price because you know it's going to be. Is four grand then? <laughs> a speculative potential price point of around $2,000. Uh, it's, uh, they said it's probably that's, going that's to be thought, actually, <laughs> yeah, so did I, I, I would actually pay two grand for this just because, and I would have to try the chicken in it once I would have to, but I don't know if I would do it, you know, you know, but you know, it doesn't know so, if, uh, so, dumb. so first of all, let me address this thing has a ton of swappable components though. That's the beautiful thing. customizable i know but the, let's address the fact that i believe 100 when they first announced this that this was a joke and when they saw what people's reactions were they went to some big name companies and were like what if we just like made a custom pc that was so powerful that so few people could afford it that we wouldn't have to worry about manufacturing you know quantities we will just make it so good that it will lower the amount of people that can even, you know, obtain it. So I, I think that's what they did. I think it was a joke. And then they were like, what if it wasn't a joke? Because that just seems like what, <laughs> what they did. What if we could do you it? Know what I, mean? I mean, that's just like saying, you know, what if the Lifetime movie thing was a joke? And then they said, well, what if we actually wrote a script and we did it? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like they... It was probably a joke and it was getting a bunch of retweets and stuff. And then probably like Asus contacted them and was like, you know, if you can get someone to, you know, make a cooling system for it, like we can give you the, <laughs> we can supply, you know, the SSD or whatever. Uh, Seagate exactly. them. So like, I wonder if that's just how it was where people are like, you know, like y'all don't have to be joking. You know, like we do custom systems all the time <laughs> you can make a kfc console if you want <laughs> is this cool though that the <laughs> let's that talk the, about the other that the chassis alone man let's talk i mean it's made by cooler master so this is just yeah it's ridiculous I'm, looking it looks like an air fryer I'm, and i think that's i'm watching the video and it's, it doesn't cook the food no it just keeps that's it warm the thing is it doesn't cook the food it just keeps it warm yeah so, so let's talk about that ridiculous fact about it this is requiring you to get KFC either delivered or go pick it up and then proceed to not devour it immediately and have the like self-control to put extra pieces and not even that many, only a few pieces into this console. Let me ask you a question. To like what? Eat four minutes later? Let me ask you. You get what I'm saying? Let me like, ask it's you really a question. impractical. How long is it going to be in that tray? That's true. But, but, Okay. Where we live, okay, and I know this is <laughs> this is sacrilege, but I'm gonna say it. I would use my KF console to heat up my B and B spicy chicken. <laughs> because you cannot tell me that you don't go to B and B to get their fried chicken and that you do not put some in the fridge. Everybody puts some in Here's the fridge. Here's the thing. The tray is really small. It can only handle what? Drumsticks? I would put it. It's not going to get a full. It's going like, to hold at least a thigh. breast. 
I would think. I don't know. It seems like a really small tray. It doesn't say how big the tray is. I don't know. I is, feel like though. the tray, like it, it, the, the gimmick of it is that it has to have something to do with KFC. I guess they realized that they couldn't attach an air fryer to a gaming console, which is what they probably should have done. And they were like, what if it just like kept your chicken warm? And then it's just like impractical because like you have to, it's either for leftovers or it's for, I don't know. And here's the other thing. You have to get up to get the chicken. I mean, how many people are that close to their television that they can just open it? Is this for only monitors? Is this to hook up into like a 32-inch or a 20-inch at a table so that you can open your console to get some chicken out? I would think you would have to. You know? You like, know you, it, I, I think I, you would set it to the corner or to the side, you know? I mean, I wouldn't want my chicken. Yeah, either, and then man. the other joke... It, then the other joke is the impracticalness of chicken. Fried chicken is one of the things that you probably should never eat while gaming because you're going to get grease inside all of the components of your controller. So like to 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 like actually respect your like uh, controllers or even dare I say a keyboard and mouse while eating fried chicken, um, you would have to stop completely what you're doing, eat the chicken, and then like clean off your hands and then go back to gaming. It just seems so disconnected from gaming. So that's what's so funny about this is that the only thing that makes sense about KFC and gaming is the fact that human beings game and human beings eat chicken. So like, (laughs) that's about it. (laughs) 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 So, I mean, there's just so many roadblocks and things that don't make any sense. Like, I understand if you could get your hands on one of these, it's, such a funny flex to do. You I know? think that KFC and, needs uh, to it is send going us to be one a good so that we can review it on the show. I think that that would be perfect. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. I mean, and that, I'm that sure idea is finger licking good. One. Let's see. Yeah. At KFC yeah, Gaming. I think Where's KFC would page? argue that. <laughs> <laughs> I think KFC. That's the funniest part was I was looking at the bottom of the page and I saw that KFC actually like, I guess, invested in someone making them a logo for KFC gaming. <laughs> like that was going to be a oh, very no, they, large yeah. property that they own. They actually I know that they already that. have a video game. It's crazy. On Steam. Yeah. The dating simulator. And, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't know. Uh, it's it's really crazy to think about. Everything about it is crazy. But the thing is, it is a powerful system if it's made. So like, and it, it, I mean, it's going to be a fine com- computer, but it'll be worth two grand. At the end of the day, right. But at the end of the day, how much are you going to use the, the the pan for the chicken? No, I feel like, I think that would say be more, you don't have another console. That'd be more of a collector's item. And that's probably what it's going to be. It's going to be a collector's item and people are going to be wanting it just for that fact. Yeah. And it's going to be on eBay. It's going to say KFC, uh, <laughs> console, um, chicken pan, never used <laughs> something <laughs> fresh chicken pan, you know, <laughs> there's going to be people who turn it on and don't want to put chicken in it just because they're like, Oh man, it, it would like ruin the system. And then it's like, well, that's the whole point of it was to heat your chicken, but whatever. I don't know. 
Oh wow! Uh, everything that, is underneath story, it, and yeah, everything is underneath it. And you know, one of the things that a lot of right. people were and talking the heat about off is of it comes up and eats <laughs> the chicken. But one of the things that people were talking about was that the fact that um, it uh, it doesn't uh, uh, you know they're wondering how Cooler Master now Cooler Master is you know they're. I mean, they're synonymous <laughs> with keeping everything cool as far as your computer is concerned, but they're wondering how they're going to be able to handle the heat displacement in this. Is it going to be huge fans that are just sucking the heat upward or what is it going to be? So, you know, and and looking at the tray and a picture it's here on, on the thing, you're probably looking at, you know, best if, if you're going to have chicken because, you, you know, you're going to. It's probably best that you just put a bunch of strips in there. I'm just saying. And that's just yeah. the tip. But that's all I'm saying is just go ahead and put some strips in your computer <laughs> and uh, heat them up and you'll be good to go. I mean, here's one of the things that kind of does worry me because you open the tray and it shows this picture of this lovely uh, 11 urban spiced, you know, uh, a chicken leg and maybe a couple of strips. I don't know, maybe a wing. I'm not able to really discern what it is. Right. But uh then it shows this lovely steam rolling up off the top of it. That's one of the things that I'm concerned with is is because uh, we were just talking about that is uh, uh, if your fan shuts off moisture, moisture and condensation. What what, what do you do with, with all that? Down, yeah. Yeah. So does it all just Gravity fall into would that be working against but, the system? And exactly. You know, and it, they say, well, it just fall down into the tray. Well, it also spreads out. So that's one of the things that yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about. You thought yes, PlayStation like worked really hard on heat displacement. <laughs> <laughs> now it's an Intel NUC this, 9 this Extreme Compute element. So it's not something that's huge as far as the uh, the CPU and all that. And it, it really is cool. If you go to the uh, landing.coolermaster.com uh, slash KFC console. Uh, it's really cool the uh, the CPU and everything the way they have it housed. It's a uh, I'm wondering you know what exactly is inside their cooling system and everything else, but it, it's it is kind of neat, man. It really is. Uh, it's just nuts, man. Um, the, the thing uh, is, it's not it's not going to work like a normal tray. So like you yeah. are making a good point. Let's say everything is underneath the pan, the tray, and it's creating heat. And it moves up, heats the chicken. Yes. But then the heat still has to get out of the system. So there has to be a fan between the the whole computer yeah. and the tray to make the heat go to the tray. And then there needs to be a fan above the tray to make the heat continue to go out because the and tray it, is stopping it. And it looks because like... if you put a tray of chicken on top of your PC and cover the fan hole, yeah. you'll overheat your computer. And it looks like actually they have a gravity <laughs> system that uh, explains, you know, because condensation spreads out. Okay, it, when it when it goes up to the top of something and even if some of it collects and there's a fan blowing it out, some of it's going to collect and it's going to spread out. Well, what they have is what it, it looks like a collection system inside that uh, comes down to a tray that's under the tray. So there is a you know possibility that perhaps there is that. <laughs> the old that, George that Foreman it. tray. But yeah. <laughs> what I would think is, look, this is a really cool thing. Um, it looks like it's got uh, it looks like it's got a. Uh, 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 what is it? Uh, uh, 
USB slots up top and some other stuff. It, it, I mean, there really isn't any blow up pictures. I'm looking at something small that's kind of <laughs> see through. But uh, I can say this, that if you're going to get it, get it just because it's cool. You know, that it just because there's a lot of people that are going to want to have one. I would get one just so it's cool, but I sure as shit wouldn't put any chicken in it. <laughs> Here's the thing. There's people that are working on this somewhere. Yeah. And they're like seriously like testing out the cooling. And they, they probably they probably have a bunch of chicken in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> they have to make sure that the chicken like doesn't. I mean, you can go all all day and write all of the equations on paper. Oh, yeah. And figure out how many ounces of chicken that you should put on in it on average and how much water is going to be displaced by the heat you know you can do all that but you still have to you know physically put chicken in it and test it yeah. out and so somewhere shipping out somewhere people have tried steamers. this out somewhere people have tried it and I guess, yeah and what's and it says legendary swedish craftsman time play time tim play it looks like time play but the p and e are mix are messed up uh it says sweet legendary <laughs> Swedish craftsman. So let me see who this guy is. Okay. Let's see. Time Pele. Here's the okay. other thing. This makes me feel like Demolition Man, where there's random things in the future that don't make any sense. Because if this thing catches on, and like not only do they create a technology that can heat chicken without destroying your computer and using yeah. that heat, you know, for you know. Something effective like that. What if, like, suddenly every computer in 15 years has a chicken tree in it? <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like cassette players in cars back in the 80s. Like, every car had one. But, you know, the, you know, you know, chicken heating reservoirs are just one of those things this guy, that all computers have to have now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> this guy is a computer modder, dude. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Some of the stuff that he, wow, holy shit. This guy's stuff is nuts. Nuts looking. So basically, we were making the jokes a couple of weeks ago about the turducken and what you can shove up an animal. Is this guy that, but with what he can shove into a computer? But it doesn't look like anything <laughs> shoved in there, dude. It's, it's like art. I mean, you got to pull up his thing. It's oh just. Oh, my gosh. You got to look at it. It's What's his really, name? it's uh, it, the only way that I can spell it is time play with the P and the E swapped. Wow. I just clicked on one uh, called Water Force, and it's just amazing. Guys, if you're listening to this and you, you get the chance, it's it's time play with the P and the E swapped. Okay. So Tim play and uh it's he's a computer modder that's the first thing that popped up on google was computer modder go to his website it is freaking awesome stuff man this guy has basically he's just one of them people that can make computers into anything and look like anything and they just look really really cool and they're fully functional this is like everything on this them is, is like functional computer modding porn yeah, the <laughs> tilt is the one that's killing me. <laughs> tilt is like a thing of beauty. It's Every like single one is. It's like a Borg cube on steroids. It is beautiful. 
<laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> and these things must cost, I don't know how many grand. Wow. So funny. And that's not something you would just have in your nine to five office. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> office no. is the word, not office. Um, wow. Well, then I guess that's all I have on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I made all the statements I could about it. I think that it used, I don't, I don't think it was originally, a, I think it was originally a joke. And I think that they took it to the next level and now they are defying physics by trying to make chicken not only heat, but also not condensate. So <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure this out. I don't know. The thing is, if they make this work, like that is just such a feat of technology and no one will appreciate it because it's considered a joke. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's all painted over with this whole like meme and... It's if it works, like it's it's amazing. <laughs> but that's all I have. Uh, you can you can give them the rest of the news. Uh, nothing really. Um, I mean, there was two things that are kind of kind of cool. Uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, Five uh, online. Um, you know, some cool things are going on and whatnot. And uh, right now, on uh, there is. Uh, an Easter egg that's going on in the Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, uh, the Cairo, um, uh, mm-hmm. whatever heist. <laughs> I can't even can't even pronounce the name. That's the stupid part of it. Um, but anyway, uh, Nessie uh, in the Cairo Perico update. Uh, it's the Cairo Perico heist. Um, Nessie is in the water and it was kind of cool because uh, on the beach um, you can find a sand sculpture of the Loch Ness monster. But um, people were showing that uh, they were all trying to use their uh, sniper rifles and scope in on it. But Nessie is out of the water. But if you get too close, then she takes off and you can't find her anymore. But uh, it's one of the little things that uh, Grand Theft Auto has been known for doing. Uh and it's uh, uh, kind of cool. Um, so, yeah, it's one of the things that they do. They're little Easter egg things that they throw out there and uh, whatnot. Um, next thing that I wanted to talk about, because this is kind of a bigger thing, and I just wanted to find out what you think about it, is uh, Tencent. Uh, they are a, uh, a Chinese-owned and Chinese uh, video game company. Um, <clears throat> they acquired... Uh, the um a company called digital extremes and they are the warframe developer and uh several other studios um recently in a 1.5 billion dollar deal and uh basically tencent is a huge uh uh enormous chinese corporation and um some of the games that you already know you know were were um uh taken over by them uh uh, back in the day, um, the <clears throat> company, um, that started Warframe is called digital extremes. They are a Canadian developing company. Um, they are owned a uh, majority by a company called Layu. Uh, Layu is a Chinese, uh, uh, company. They were, uh, um, basically 
They didn't do any of this until uh, 2014. Uh, before that, they were a chicken processing company, believe it or not. And uh, back in 2014, they they decided to go <laughs> ahead and uh, spread out. And so they they um, acquired a majority stake of Digital Extremes. Um, and then uh, um, they sold off their chicken develop uh, chicken business and uh, started buying other developers in 2016. Um, <clears throat> one of the recent ones was one called Splash Damage, and they are the ones that are working on uh, Gears Tactics. And they also have, yeah. like, all sorts of different uh, uh, stakes and uh, shareholdings in several other developer companies um, that have worked on uh, Call of Duty, uh, Halo, all sorts of things. Um, they own parts of, uh, they have stack stakes in games in Activision. They have uh, stuff in uh, uh, Ubisoft and Blizzard and all sorts of different things. So it's kind of weird because um, I didn't really look at Tencent like like that. Okay, is but it's right off the bat. You know, when I started looking into it a little bit more, and it it just uh, it it was kind of seemed a little odd that you know um they're buying all this stuff and all these different companies and buying like all real close to majority stakes in them and um mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of them are saying you know like if you say anything that that they're uh they're oppressive or anything like that then a lot of these companies that are already owned by them like even Epic, because uh, they own a huge portion, almost uh, or it's around 48% of Epic. And uh, uh, so some people are saying that it's them, uh, the Chinese conglomerate, you know, buying so many of these things. Well, one of the things is that now the U.S. government is looking at them and uh, wondering yeah. why they're buying all these companies. Uh, there was even a... Um, Taiwanese game company that has been refused to have been sold by all these Western companies, dude, that sell video games because, and but there was a joke in the game. Now this game was supposed to come out, I guess, two, two years ago. Um, and it's called devotion. And, um, this game was supposed to come out that, uh, two years ago, but because of a joke that was made about something Chinese, um, the game was basically, it wasn't allowed to, it got a bunch of criticism, wasn't allowed to come out. So they removed the joke, but basically the, it, they're blacklisted. They're, they're not able to, to release this game. They were supposed to come out from a company called GOG and, uh, that company was, um, now this game devotion is a, uh, basically it's a cult has a cult following. Um, that people want this game released. Uh, and it's by a Taiwanese company called Ren Candle Games, by the way. Um, but this mm -hmm. company, uh, GOG, which is owned by CD, uh, CD Project. So basically they dropped these guys. Now these guys just came out and said, you know, very nicely that, Hey, you know, we, we're going to be understanding. We, we, you know, we understand where they're coming from, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we hope that you guys will be able to see the game soon, you know, et cetera, all this other stuff. <clears throat> and yeah, it's, uh, it's absolutely crazy. Um, 
there there's all sorts of stuff that's happening. Monster Hunter movie even had some problems with uh Chinese audience. Because anything that's uh, they're saying anything that they think is anti-Chinese, they're going to they're going to stomp you over the um, the uh, the Chinese Communist Party. But, yeah, it's just weird, man. Um, so anyway, a lot of people are spreading that way. And if you read the uh, if you look into this and you read the comments in these stories about this, uh, the, about what's going on, uh, a lot of people are are upset with it. They're very upset with it. And they say in the next year or so, you're going to see this, the huge but steady decline of Warframe, which is a great game, by the way. Yeah, It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Um, I play it sometimes. I don't stream it or anything, but I just play it for fun. Uh, I don't understand the whole thing, but I just like going in and slashing <laughs> the crap out of everything. Um, yeah, but yeah, fun. it's, uh, you know, it's what it is. And some people were even thinking so- that, you know, that Riot Games would would pick it up and sell it, but you know, or Epic or any of that, but they own so much of these games, these developers, you know. Yeah, it owns fifty so, so percent of Epic. About, let's think about why they would want most of these companies and the effects of them oppressing these games and these developers and anything that goes against the communist party of China. So uh, the answer to why they would want to own all these American based developers and stuff is money, right? If they have all the big companies, they make more money, right? Oh, that's the simple answer. It's all about money. But what happens when they boycott things that are anti-Chinese? Well, then they're just not making money from the companies that they bought to make money. So it seems like a circular problem that they would only be hurting themselves from banning things and being really nitpicky. So I'm not sure if they're cornering themselves, because here's the thing. If they buy a game company that is supposed to make all this money in America and then they boycott it or like delay its release because some developer said something on Twitter or something that was anti-Chinese or something. Yeah, yeah. If like all this stuff happens, they're just basically not making their money back that they've invested in this company. Yep. Um, to the same extent, if they say something like, oh, well, it's just banned in China because we can't sell it in China. Is the Chinese audience for these games actually that important? If you say, oh, yeah, there's billions of people over there. These Chinese consumers are a huge profit line from these companies that Tencent is investing in. Then it comes down to why do they even need American-based games then? Why don't they just invest in their own country to sell to their own country? You get what I'm saying? They're going out of their way to invest overseas into developers that they want to then somehow manipulate to please their own country's ideals, but still try to make money off of it. It's just, it's really confusing because it's like, if you're investing overseas for money, then you can't disrupt the money because it doesn't make sense to your company in your country. You get what I'm saying? It seems very yeah, backwards yeah, yeah. the more you like zoom out. If you're like if you're zoomed in and you're just like, "Oh, wow, 
them owning this much of Activision or something is like destroying um, how Blizzard can react to certain statements about the Chinese government, you know? And you could be like, wow, that really does suck. But at the bigger picture, why in the world would Tencent put themselves in this situation? <laughs> That's what's so confusing. They're putting all their cards into American companies that they don't agree with. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense to me. It makes sense because, like, yes, investing money to make more money does make sense. But then, like, just shooting yourself in the foot constantly... <laughs> Because of morals yeah, or yeah. your your country's stance on something doesn't make sense after you've made all those investments. It's like if Disney exactly. went yeah, out and right. bought Star Wars and then just said, we hate George Lucas because he said this back in the 70s and we're just going to never release any other Star Wars media. And you'd be like, then why did you buy it? <laughs> you know? But you got yeah, a point. It, to me, you have a point, but that just seems crazy. But I think that- but I think that these companies cow down to what their Chinese investors say and what they react to and what their government says and reacts to because that's where their money comes from. So I think right. it's unfortunately so the, it's a big, huge rotation. So if we think it's a concern that game developers will start making more communistic uh, friendly games so that they can continue to sell to American audiences but not get banned by their investors, um, then their games are not going to make as much money because they're no longer targeting Americans. They're not targeting anyone. They're targeting, they're yeah. targeting an imaginary American that lives in China. <laughs> so, or no, they're targeting a Chinese um, um, American that refuses to... I, I guess that still, um, I don't know. It's really weird to think about because if if they if they are affecting the development of games in America to fit foreign ideals, if that's the concern, um, it's they're going to see it off the bottom line. People will see that the games feel censored or they feel safe. You know, people will look for the other developers that don't have huge stakes of ten cent in them. You know, they will no longer be edgy developers. You know. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like eventually the cycle will hurt American sales if everyone feels like they have to play it safe by developing safe games and, you know, games that don't take risks. You know, people hate that. Yeah, you know, I do. Anyway, uh, speaking of, is that your last yeah, story? My- that, so speaking of not taking risks, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> Uh, has been under heavy accusation of basically not taking risks to delay the game again and to appease their shareholders by finally releasing the game for the holiday season to make some money back. Yeah. Um, So when we recorded last episode, this seems like very old news now. When we recorded that episode um, that night the PlayStation store removed cyberpunk 2077 from the PSN store. So it feels like if you listen to that episode, it feels like we were completely unaware of that because we were probably talking a lot about stuff that doesn't matter now, but um, it was removed from the PlayStation store and that was a huge blow. Their uh, stock, I think plummeted 15% or something crazy. Um, 
it, it's just insane. Um, CD Projekt Red is looking terrible right now. And what's not helping is not only is every storefront trying to appease customers by saying how they will honor um, you know, returns and stuff and re- reimbursements and refunds and stuff, um, but there's also the fact that the head of CD Projekt Red is not doing himself any favors of apparently on Twitter he was liking a bunch of posts by people who were bashing PlayStation for removing it from the store, uh, people who were saying that Avengers was a more broken game on launch than Cyberpunk. Uh, basically, he was going out and liking a bunch of comments that agreed with CD Projekt Red's angle. And to be honest, he probably should have just went dark until the game was fixed. Yeah. Um, and that's really what CD Projekt Red needs to do right now. They need to offer 100% refunds, which is what they're doing. They're doing a great job of that. But they need to go really quiet and just fix the game. Don't overwork their developers. Yeah. Um, if people don't want to wait for the game to get better quickly, uh, they should get a refund. But if people are patient and they want to play the game. So my opinion is I own the game and I started playing it and I didn't see anything that was like super appalling. And I have not been on the bandwagon of complaining that the game is completely shit. No, you haven't. Because I don't believe it is. Um, I don't believe it's completely shit. Like it's not the worst game I've ever played. It's not the worst $60 game I've ever played. It's not the most buggy $60 game I've ever played. It's not the most buggy game I've ever played by a long shot. It is completely playable. It is a fine game. But the thing is, the hype was like Jesus level. Yes. (laughs) And I think they maybe built up the hype too much. And the fact that they had Keanu Reeves, uh, like angel status, promote this game. Yeah. Not just last year, but two and a half years ago has given this game so much time to simmer in people's expectations that it was going to disappoint no matter what the product was. And hopefully nobody, (laughs) nobody starts blaming him, man. Because that would really be some shit, dude. Because how is he going to know, dude? He's just just an actor who promotes the game. He he may play video games, but he's... Dude, yeah. Because you know you're going to see that shit. (laughs) <laughs> don't you come after he's my Jesus. To, yeah, if he's going to, if they come after him, he's going to say something that then he's going to feel cornered and he may say something against CD Projekt Red, which is then going to explode. Or he may do what Keanu Reeves does Red. and not say anything at all. Yeah, just not Just talk. ignore him. <laughs> just ignore them because that works for the guy and he'll make another great movie and we'll all love him again. I'll never stop loving you, Keanu. <laughs> But anyway, um, the big, the big, there's like lawsuits going on. There's two big ones. Um, there's one that has been proposed um, that is from shareholders, which we don't really care about. It has to do with the fact that um, it has to do with the fact with of an investigation of people basically trying to bail on the project. Wow. Before people realized that the game wasn't ready. Um, so there's investigations about higher ups, like basically trying to get their money and leave. Um, but that's a whole nother story that it hasn't really developed too much. I haven't actually read too much new information on that. But the one the, the story that is more concerning to the consumer that we keep hearing is the fact that 
d- does it deserve a lawsuit? Um, because the lawsuit that is going on right now is the idea that um, did CG- CD Projekt Red um, intentionally mislead marketing for financial gain? I wrote game, but that's wrong. Gain. Um, and yes, I think they are guilty of that because um, they had all these things about if you got an early edition of it on Xbox One or PlayStation 4 that you could not like post a review of it and you could not show gameplay. You could only show gameplay of like pre-rendered stuff. There was all this stuff that was designed to not let the consumer see what last-gen consoles look like with with Cyberpunk 2077. And yes, that is automatically, I think anyone would tell you that that is intentionally misleading because they knew that the game looked bad. Um, And the thing is, if they are guilty of that, do they deserve any type of punishment? Like, is that actually something that, you know, people should care about the thing is they are offering refunds like because at the end of the day if someone is not happy with the product they can just get their money back it seems like everyone is giving people a chance to get their money back um if you somehow snooze on getting your money back and then like january you're like you know what i don't like this game and nobody gives you a refund i mean that's that's on you for waiting a month to not like the game (laughs) um so i mean I don't feel like there should be much like repercussion from them be intentionally misleading customers because they have done everything that they can to allow people to get refunds. And the only people that should be really mad at CD Projekt Red is the storefronts, um, Walmart, GameStop, uh, PSN store, Xbox store, because those people have to handle the refunds. Even though CD Projekt Red is saying that they'll give them, you know, the refund back and that they should appease customers however they can. And PlayStation, you know, is just taking it out of the store completely. Um, The thing is, they should be the ones that are angry. I don't think the consumers are allowed to be more angry than they are normally at any disappointing media. I mean, like... If you could like make a case about intentionally misleading people on a form of entertainment not being good, like there's endless cases. Like, how many times have you seen a movie that looked really good in the commercial, but then it to come to find out that they had all three jokes from the movie in the commercial and it wasn't a comedy at all? You know, like how many times have you been misled like that? It happens all the time in entertainment. Um, yes, a video game is $60 and that's more than, you know, a DVD. But I mean, if you have three kids, $60 is what it costs to go to the movies. Um, yeah, easily, <laughs> easily. So, so, I mean, like, I don't think CD Projekt Red is guilty of anything besides wasting people's time. Yeah. They are completely offering refunds on money. Um, people are acting like it's a witch hunt. It they really are, dude. And that's, you read- that's that's the bad <laughs> thing about the you know social media and all that, dude. Is that people they it, they don't chill out, man. They attack. They attack hard. And I hate saying it that way, but it's it's the way it is. And unfortunately, there's uh you know there there's a lot of people that get pulled into that mob mentality when they get passionate about something or even you know whatever it yeah. is. And and it just it. 
it ends up not being good, you know. It really does. Yeah, I mean, it probably spurred from the fact that back in March we started hearing about customizing your genitals. Yeah. And then being disappointed that it doesn't look as good as you thought. Like, I mean, I can understand how upset as a parent you could be that your children won't be able to see really high def genitals. But <laughs> I'm joking, of course. But <laughs> it's just, it's just, I think it's just a witch hunt because when I read the comment sections on Facebook or Twitter, yeah. I am just overwhelmed with this feeling of, I bet nine out of 10 of these people didn't even buy the game. Yeah. There's people saying like the game is shit and they're I, stupid for yeah. making people take their money. And I'm just like, there's, like, there's people that are paid to do sound that like shit. someone that didn't buy it. You know, there's people that are paid to do that stuff, dude. And it, it's all over the internet. It's what happens. And it's, it's unfortunate. You know, I me, you know, like, okay, even I gave, Okay, even I gave Fallout 76 a fair chance, dude. Even I went back after it pissed me off the first time. All right? I gave it a right. fair chance. So you can call me a sucker. You can call me whatever, dude. But the bottom line is that I will honestly give a game a fair chance. And if if uh, CD Projekt Red is able to take it back and fix it and do it quietly and fix the game and make it what it was supposed to be without feeling like they were pushed and you know that's one of the things that pisses me off about this lawsuit you know especially the one that the shareholders what pisses me off about it is they're probably part of the reason why they were pushed into releasing the game yeah. so it's like you know you want this game this game could have been epic it could have been legendary for you to where it made you so much stinking money that you would have forgot about a couple of extra months you know so shame yeah. on you for freaking like suing these guys to begin with you know bunch of shit i feel like timing has everything to do with the problem of this game and it's just really unfortunate on everything because you can say yes timing is a problem because they should have delayed it even further until the game was done but the thing is it's not just there it's the fact that it released alongside new consoles and i don't think it was originally intended for that yeah. i mean this game has been in development for over seven years and it was supposed to come out over a year ago. Yeah. If true. they would have pushed, I think they should have had the Last of Us 2 model because the Last of Us 2 looks great on last gen console and it was designed for that. It was optimized for it and it looks fine. But at some point, either a year ago or two years ago, CD Projekt Red or their investors and the head of CD Projekt Red must have realized that next gen was coming and they needed to shift their focus to having a game that was on both consoles yeah. and focus on the next gen. If they would have actually pushed for a June 2020 release and just made it look good on Xbox one and PS4, I think we would have had a much better game Yeah. instead from June to December. I guarantee all that crunch time was for next gen graphics and that was time that was not being put towards the current gen which is the only gen that is available for sale so um we're getting all this information that they were working on the series x version and the ps5 version but what is so appalling is those aren't even available so i i think this is a example of either leadership at cd project red not understanding like a timetable and it could be affected by, you know, COVID. Like, I give them the benefit of the doubt on that. But 
it's just it's disappointing because it's just poor timing. And I think at some point they should have made that decision to not be next gen on launch. You know, they should have been like, well, we can have a remaster in 2021 if it's a successful game. I mean, this is CD Projekt Red. There was so much hype. They've already had successful games in the past. They were like, you know, this really, <laughs> this they've put on such a high pedestal that it should have gone without saying that a complete game would have been very successful, would have made money in re-releases on next gen, and all that would have been fine if they just would have focused on the current gen and optimizing it for that. Instead, the current gen feels like it's a downgraded version that is probably the best you're ever going to see. So, um, that being said, I, I really just think it's unfortunate timing. That being said, I think CD Projekt Red is doing all that they can do to fix the situation. I do think that the higher ups need to shut up yeah. and hide. Um, and uh, they just need to get the game fixed in due time. I, for one, have touched on the game a couple times and I really like the environment. I like what you can do in the game. It's really captivating. But I do want to play the best version of the game. So I am going to put the game down and I'm going to play it in February or March. Yeah, yeah um, I, I may you. have already said that, but I'm, I'm going to give it time for updates. And what's cracking me up is every time I tur turn on my Xbox, there's an update for it. They're rolling up out updates every freaking day, it seems. I'm always seeing it updating. So, I mean, they're doing their, they're doing what they can. Like, they're constantly fixing bugs. There, I saw there were some bugs about it destroying your save file if you were, like, exploiting, it like, a weapon trick. There were people that were trying to get, like, unlimited weapon parts by, like, basically fucking with the save file, but what it was creating was way too much information in the save file, which was then destroying their save file. So, I mean, those people didn't have really a right to complain, yeah. but they did fix it. <laughs> I mean, if you just would have played the game naturally, you would have never had that problem. But um, I don't know. I still, I still consider this a good game. That's the thing. So many people are shitting on this game, but it is still a good game. Now, it's not... A lot of people, you you were just were talking about this. You were comparing it to Fallout 76, and people were saying that Fallout 76 even got backlash, but they weren't offering refunds, and they weren't taken down from the stores and stuff. And a lot of people have said things like, their, their response to that is that there was not a review ban on those, and they were not misleading people by not showing gameplay or something. It just turned out that the game was empty. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they did show you real footage, and there was no ban on, like, streaming it or something so they weren't lying to you it just was a disappointing game yeah that if cd project red had actually just showed gameplay and stuff and been more honest i don't think there would be this backlash because there is obvious misleading that is intentional so as much as i am sticking up for cd project red as far as i respect their developers and i respect the work that is going into the game and the art of the game and how hard they're working to fix it yeah. There was a higher-up decision that was agreed on by multiple people <laughs> to intentionally mislead customers, and I don't think that is a crime because they are offering refunds, and that's completely available, and tons of people mislead people, but I do think that that is a shady thing, and I do think it's I pretty agree. shitty. Yeah, it's very and, shitty. Uh, it is obvious. I, I, can't, I can't say that they didn't mislead customers, but... 
at the same time, I mean, you're misled all the time with entertainment. So um, I think people are just more butthurt that they were excited for the game and it looks like shit. And uh, there are some things that look pretty bad. There's some character model stuff that does look bad. I know I was being a little easy on it in the past weeks, but I think the environment still looks really good. I'm really surprised by the environment. I like the idea that you can scan everything in the rooms and stuff. There's some really cool stuff in the game. Um, it just, I don't know, maybe have lower expectations going in. Yeah, <laughs> I think definitely. it could have been a, I think it's maybe they just built up the game too much. It, and it did as get I a lot said, of hype, dude. That's a big part of it. It was just too much hype. And the proof that they didn't know what gen they were releasing on was yeah. the only exclusive edition console package of the game was with the Xbox One X. Yes. There was that One X limited edition Cyberpunk 2077 uh, console. And the thing is, to get that, you would have to buy last gen because the Series X was out. But if you wanted the special edition console, you have to buy a last gen console. Like, that's what felt so weird about it. Like, they didn't know when this game was releasing and there wasn't a clear path yeah, you're right. for what gen it was coming out on. It, what's crazier about it being on a special edition 1X is they stopped manufacturing the 1X back in uh, May. It, or March, like it has been discontinued. They only still make the one S the one X has not been manufactured, meaning either they manufactured these way back six months ago, or they, I guess did a limited run for cyberpunk special editions. It's really weird yeah, it because is. you can get a brand new, uh, one X that is cyberpunk themed and, uh, th it's been discontinued. <laughs> It's like if they came out with a special edition, uh, you know, Wii U right now, <laughs> a last gen console that nobody would want. And you'd be like, hey, it's special edition, though. And you'd be like, well, I mean, you know, I'd rather have it on the new console, but, you know, whatever. So, yeah, um, I think it's poor timing, too much hype, and uh, I, I don't think they did a crime. I think people are acting like, CD Projekt Red needs to go to prison. <laughs> like the whole company. They were a little shady. But I don't think but they did they a crime. Yeah. They, they did a shady thing. Yeah. yeah. They did a stupid thing is what they did. Yeah. In hindsight, it's stupid. If they could have... The, the thing is, they could have pulled it off better. Yeah. I think the more concerning thing is the higher-ups that were like trying to bail yeah. after they got their money. I think that is way more a big deal. I know the consumers are way more um, concerned about being misled by the company yeah. but i think the bigger issue is the higher-ups i think consumers being misled is like whatever yeah I, I don't think that's that big of a deal you can get your money back you know like what more do you want you get what i'm saying it's like what do you want us to pay pay you for your time or something do you want to get paid for the hours that you put into cyberpunk too i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else you could ask for. I mean, refunds are so hard to come by anyway, and they're honoring it, and everybody's honoring it, you know? It's it's whatever, you know? <laughs> but yeah. Do you have any last opinions on no, it? No, man. I know I, mean, I talked for most of it. No, it's pretty much it. I mean, it is what it is right now. That's my opinion on it. I mean, you just... If it was me, I would, I would be patient like you're going to be, and I would wait for the updates to happen. Um, I do think you're right. They should have, they should have 
pushed it forward as they originally planned as a uh, 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 last-gen last game. Con- uh, last game. And the reason why is because we probably would have an extremely beautiful game to play. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be 4K. It wouldn't be all this other crap that, you know, everybody is hooting and hollering about. It, it'd just be an, an exceptional game so that, you know, if another one did come out, you know, down the road or some, you know, eventually it could right. be adapted for next gen. You know what I mean? So they could have done that in the, in the, uh, in the shadows while we were playing this game on, on uh, last gen. So it is what it is. Uh, you know, it's still, and that's the thing. It still would have ran they, on the series uh-huh. X. It just, they could have switched gears too late. Yeah. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I think they switched gears to next gen way too late in the game and they ended up with two unfinished versions, yes. <laughs> which is bad. But maybe they switched gears too close to the COVID uh, thing and maybe There's, that's there could be a maybe they switched gears extenuating circumstances because of 2020, dude. It's been the, the shittiest year ever for all these companies, you know? That's the thing is they may have switched gears not too late, but when they switched gears shortly after, yeah. they probably should have switched gears back because of how much people were out of work. Yeah, you know, true, true. And uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's so, so, yeah, I was talking about earlier about the fact that most of the gaming news in the last two weeks has been about cyberpunk because it's just dominating most news outlets. It's hard to get anything else out of news. But, um, I think CD Projekt Red's silver lining and their saving grace right now is freaking KFC. KFC came in hard, just yeah. you know, tearing up the news circuit today. Yeah. <laughs> so KFC has drawn the attention away from Cyberpunk. I mean, like uh, CD Projekt Red needs to send them a thank I'd you note. Buying, like, <laughs> I'd be buying some chicken and hitting two drumsticks yeah, like, and a toast right now, man. Because yeah, at, uh, yeah, at CD Projekt Red's. Uh, I want some chicken. Yeah, they need to go out and get a bunch of buckets of chicken to give to their workers. And KFC, <laughs> you know, hey, we'll we'll be looking for that console, man. We want to try. We'll probably need we'll probably need two because <laughs> I don't want to beat him up. He, I like him, and I don't want him to, you know, beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wonder how hot it gets. You know, we could. I was going to talk do about a comparison, man, and. D- dude, you could, you could if heat it gets yours hot up, enough, I could heat mine up. That thing is really close to a cake pan size. I wonder if you could like <sighs> bake a cake in it. Dude. <laughs> they got a giant they got a giant Twinkie I, kid at the store. I forgot to buy it. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I already bought it. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, um <laughs> <laughs> Um It's just crazy. I wonder what heat heat it gets to because if you know how hot it gets um you can it has to get to the safety temperature bro it has to <laughs> 165 that's, that's a little low for baking but you could probably bake something in it <laughs> well how hot does it <laughs> you easy figure bake out get? something that's <laughs> yeah it's probably better than an easy bake just go go to the toy section get a bunch oh, of easy bake oven stuff you can get a bunch of those cake in a mug bro put like five or six of them in there you could have like a loaf a, a loaf and a pooter. You know how much easier it would have been <laughs> of a cake to make and a, a mug, computer. You've got a loaf and a pooter. 
It would have been so much easier to make a microwave with a computer in that, it than what they're doing. Oh yeah. That's how much work. That's and what I'm that saying. sounds this safer, is too. Beat. Yeah. This- hey, I can play Cyberpunk 2077, but I've got no testicles left. <laughs> <laughs> but I can customize them on Cyberpunk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yeah, um, the last thing I was going to say is that Cyberpunk needs to, in the next patch throw a colonel sanders into the mix you know they had kojima in the game there needs to be a colonel that you can oh, now yeah. find in the game randomly <laughs> there needs to be dude there needs to be a colonel who gives you some sort of sage advice in the game or a, yeah, a shady ass like- colonel that sells you some like used parts or something man <laughs> yeah you're like i really hope that cd project red is working on making this game look better on old gen consoles you know yeah and it Meanwhile, they're designing Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly make chicken sold everywhere. <laughs> Everything comes with chicken. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so yeah, that being said, I think that's a wrap for this show. We talked for probably an hour and a half on KFC and Cyberpunk. Oh, God. That was the news this week. And, Merry uh, Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Yeah, this is our Christmas episode, if you didn't know that already. Fa la 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 la. Let me let me interject this. There there's a there's a uh, segment that I was thinking about working on for the show, and it was gonna be about things that really concern all games, oh, yeah. things that grind our gears. And um this week, something that I was thinking about was the fact that um how unproductive Santa Claus is. Oh, dude. And uh, it was it was really disturbing me because there are lyrics in songs like he's making a list and checking it twice. I mean, 